Welcome to the Edge Podcast, your home for recruiting news and team analysis inside the Oregon State Beavers football, basketball, and baseball programs. BeaversEdge.com is the authority on all things Oregon State athletics. Now, here's your host, BeaversEdge.com editor, Mike Singer. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the Edge Podcast here at BeaversEdge.com, a special spring practice edition of the podcast. Uh, The Beavers have wrapped up their first two spring practices, and I'm joined by Mitchell Manji of BeaversEdge.com, also a broadcaster for OMN at Oregon State. Mitch, how's everything going? Pretty good. I'm doing well, Mike. How are you doing? Doing good. Appreciate it. Um, so, Mitch, you've been covering a couple practices now for Edge um, uh, for, with spring practice so far. What have been your kind of your overall impressions of practice? Kind of some big picture stuff that you've taken away. I mean, overall, I think both of the units obviously look improved, offense and defense. Um, right off the bat, I think Luton looks the most comfortable. Just kind of looking at the QBs. Jebby obviously had last spring and or rather the season, working through the fall. This was his first spring, and um, I mean, he's going through his progressions well, um, but the receivers really are impressive. Um, Champ Fleming is standing out. He's catching a lot of balls. He's looking really good. Um, Colby Taylor's ran with the first unit quite a bit, and uh, Ty John Lindsay, he's been really impressive as well at practice. And then on the defensive side, the D-line looks pretty good. They look bigger. They're firing off as a unit, and then... Um, Linebackers are big, and uh, the safeties over the top. I mean, the DBs obviously they're missing David Harris and um, Isaiah Dunn still kind of working back into the mix. But uh, Caleb Hayes is looking good. Jalen Moore, obviously at safety, he's a kind of stronghold anchor back there for him. But once they get Jalen or rather David Morris back, I think they'll be uh, much improved at the secondary. Uh, in Mitch's uh, in Mitch's practice reports, he breaks down uh, kind of first-team and uh, first team offense and uh, first-team defense of what he's able to gather from practices. Obviously, the guys are rotating in and out a lot, but Mitch is able to kind of put together what he believes is the first-team first offense and first-team defense, again, based on what he sees. Um, and you can check all this out at beaversedge.com. Uh, if, if you go to our homepage, you'll be able to check out the Spring Headquarters page with links to all of our content, video interviews, all that good stuff. Um, so far, uh, as we expect, Jake Luton's been the um, the quarterback to take reps first. But just looking at the offensive side, Mitch, um, Artavis Pierce has been taking uh, the first running back snaps. Uh, and then let's look at the offensive line. Um, the left side of the line is what we would expect with Blake Brandle and Gus Lavaca. But the center spot, actually some someone I thought would be at least in the two deep at center is Noah's, uh, or, I'm sorry, Noose, I believe is how you pronounce his first name. K-O- yeah, Noose K-O-Boonum. Noose K-O-Boonum. K-O-Boonum. I actually have his profile uh, at Oregon State pulled up right now, so I wouldn't mess it up, and I still did. And then you got Clay Cordasco at right guard. He's now a senior, hasn't done a whole lot at Oregon State, but um, he's getting some first-team reps. And then Brandon Kipper at right tackle. Um, Are are you surprised at all by some of those guys? Pierce starting over, I say starting over, more more so just getting these first-team reps right now. Pierce is a senior after all. Uh, are, are you surprised at all with guys like Pierce and, and Cordasco and and uh, Ko Bonham? 
No, and I think that's kind of the situation with Luton and Chevy as well. Luton being the senior, he's obviously been here one more year than Chevy. I mean, that's I think that's why the kind of just giving him those first team reps. Obviously, most familiar with it. And same with AP. I mean, Jamar obviously was great last season, but AP's just got that much more experience. This is Jamar's first spring because he came into fall camp. He was one of those guys who came early. So this is his first spring. So he's kind of getting into the mix and finding out how everything works. And just not always and always taking those first reps kind of takes the pressure off too. And then letting AP go first as well. And then to the offensive line, I mean, I mentioned it in the practice report, but Nuske Abunim, I mean, his snaps were on point in the shotgun under center. He looked very comfortable. He was firing off. He was doing um, nice, a couple nice double-team blocks. He, he, uh, there was one of them he, he kind of messed up with on the communication, but, I mean, other than that, he was very good. And then the right side of the line, day one, Kipper, I mean, he got ran over by Reich. And Reichner just came firing off the edge and just flat back then and then just two-hand touched the quarterback. I mean, still threw the pass, but Reichner just ran him over, and I was like, oh, my goodness, and I had to check, and it was Kipper. So that wasn't that wasn't a, probably very good for him, but... um. Other than that, he's looked pretty solid. He's, he's a big body. He's not. He's kind of lanky though. So I'd like to see if he can't bulk up a little bit. But then to the right guard, to Cordasco, um, I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do. They could end up. I don't even know if they move um, Noose over to right guard. If they move Eldridge to center, what they're going to do there. But Cordasco looks like he's he's comfortable. He's not. I mean, he's not super special, but he's getting the job done basically. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think Eldridge will start at center. Um, Noose is a solid backup. And then, yeah, Cordasco is someone I didn't um, project coming in. Um, my starting offensive line I wrote last week was from left to right, Brandle, Lavaca, Eldridge once he gets here. And then I had Levengood at right guard. Um, and then Kipper at right tackle. will be interesting to see kind of... Um, what happens with Levin Good? One question I want to ask you, Mitch. So obviously, when you write these practice reports, you, you'll write a lot about Luton um, and, and Jebia and a little bit about Coletto. But what about guys like Aiden Willard and Nick Moore? Do they take reps? And, and even we'll throw in Coletto for this question. Do do they take reps um, in the eleven on eleven portions? Like, how often do you get to see those guys in action outside of just? individual quarterback drills yeah so they all work together through the individual quarterback drills and when they go to 11 on 11 um the only guy who hasn't gotten out there is willard um to my knowledge i mean i could have he could have slipped in for a player or two but i don't i haven't seen him out there and so it's usually um the first day coletta took the second snaps which is interesting but it's Luton will usually go first and then jevia takes the second reps um coletto and then nick moore getting the fourth and Nick Moore has actually been <clears throat> kind of impressive today. He had um, he's the one who hit Anthony Gold on the right um, right hand side on the streak route, and it was a it was a nice pass. I mean, it was right in stride, and Gold just kept on going. And so um, he looks good, and he's impressive. And I think he could be another solid backup and a candidate to kind of fight for that third spot with Coletto. Obviously, Coletto will do more of the kind of the special packages with the read option and whatnot. Has a He's got more of that running dynamic, but Nick Moore is a solid. Uh, he's got a solid arm for a backup. Definitely, and the coaches have spoken highly about Nick Moore, um, so it's good to to hear again that he is performing well in practices. Mitch, I want to ask you about um, some of the transfers. Obviously, these guys are very coveted coming in, and you've you've covered Tristan a little bit in this podcast. But I want to hear your thoughts about those guys with Jebia, Tyjon Lindsay, and Avery Roberts, of course. 
Um, Eldridge is not at Oregon State yet, and Addison Gums, the transfer from Oklahoma, is not practicing as he's recovering from a knee injury. But what are you seeing from those three transfers from Nebraska? Can you kind of break those guys down for us? Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to start with Gums real quickly. I mean, he's still involved with the practice and everything. He's on the bike on the side and uh, staying involved with the team. Bill's obviously listening to the coaches, but he's working with the special teams on the side, just trying to rehab that knee. But he's still at practice. He's involved as opposed to Eldridge, who's not here yet. So that's kind of the benefit Gums has. But um, to the other three guys, I mean, Jebbia obviously coming up, coming out over last year with, and then Lindsay following suit and Roberts as well. I mean, I think Jebby is most familiar just because he's on one time with Linder. I think Linder's really working with him on the offense, and I think he really understands it. And Linder said that multiple times this spring. He's, he's repeated about how everybody, this, this second year, how last year at this time they were still teaching guys formations and teaching plays and getting communication down and all that simple, basic, the fundamental stuff. And now everybody kind of has that down. you got to teach that to guys who are coming in, but that's easy because it's just a handful compared to the entire team. So now you got senior guys who understand the system and guys like Jake who can help Tristan. I mean, and then uh, to, to uh, Tristan's work ethic, I mean, just talking to Tyjon after practice, I mean, Tristan's a, he's a quarterback mind. I mean, that guy, Tyjon said afterwards, he goes, hey, I mean, Tristan's got a chalkboard in there. He'll draw stuff up. We'll talk about it and, Tyson's like, I love getting into the mind of a quarterback. And so I thought that was really interesting. It stood out. And Tyson Lindsay, I mean, you can really tell he's got the he's got the love for football. I mean, it's it's that's the reason he's there, is he's he's there to ball and to play football. And I think that that's really what drives him and, and he really wants to be good. I mean, you can see it, he works hard and when and on that one play he 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 burned the cornerback down the sideline and didn't get the ball from Jake and he kinda kind of yelled out in frustration and then that's why I kind of asked him after that I was like well how do you move on and I was like hey just next play and so he really helped himself to I mean you can hear him talk on the field but he really holds himself he has a a good demeanor about it and I think it's really that competitive edge and that's something Oregon State's kind of missing is that competitive edge and I really think he brings that dynamic and then uh, Avery Roberts he's he's big he's not working with the first team that's kind of Shamar Smith and Isaiah Chufaga working with the middle linebackers but he's going to be right in the mix come fall especially once he gets more comfortable with the system I mean him and Shamar Smith they're about the same size and I think those are the two like biggest most solid linebackers in the middle Uh, Chufaga a little bit smaller but he's got the speed and the familiarity with the system so I think Roberts will definitely work in he'll definitely see playing time but I mean it's just I think it's familiarity with the system and guys are then they're getting the first Great stuff, Mitch. Great stuff. Make sure to check out tomorrow, uh, Saturday morning. Mitch will have uh, five things he's learned from Oregon State's first couple practices. The Beavers do practice for their third um, time hitting the practice field for the spring on Saturday, but it is closed to the media. And then next week, uh, Mitch um, and Brendan Slaughter actually um, will be at practices next Tuesday and Thursday. And then the sixth practice of spring ball will be next Saturday, and then the bees will be off for two weeks with finals and spring break, and then they will get really things ramped up um, once April rolls around. Mitch, I want to ask you about uh, true freshmen. Um, in reading your practice reports, a couple of guys you've mentioned uh, are Evan Bennett's. Teron Madison, Anthony Gould, these guys that did enroll early. Can you kind of break down what you've seen from some of these notable true freshmen? Well, Evan Bennett, 
he's got good size to him already coming out of high school. I mean, he's a, he's a big guy. He's already pretty bulky, and so he'll just continue to get bigger, and he'll eventually anchor that line, I think, um, when he becomes a sophomore, end of a sophomore, going into junior season. I think Evan Bennett will really be a stronghold for that line. I think he's a really good kid. Looks big. He's he's determined. He's, he's working hard in all those drills. And the other key thing is, is that he's getting a lot of help from those other D-linemen, Reichner, um, Mickey Fifita even helping him out too, but Reichner and Bennett have been spending a lot of time talking together. And I think that's a, a huge, that mentoring process is going to be huge for these young guys, especially like Evan Bennett and Reichner was even working with Isaac Hodgins today after practice. They were working on their club moves um, on some bags. So just putting in that extra work um, is really impressive. And then Teron Madison really has, he's the biggest running back in terms of height, mm-hmm. not necessarily build, but, um, He's the tallest, so it's it can kind of be hard for him. Like to if you you have to get low to hit those holes, so um, he does a good job staying keeping his pad level low when he runs. And he runs with his shoulders over his hips. I mean, he's very good. He's um, I just don't think he's going to get as much um, playing time, obviously behind AP and Jamar. But Tron Madison's looking looking very good. He's got good feet. Um, he was working with um, Coach Peter earlier and. Um, he, he kind of corrected him on one of his moves as he hops out to the side, and, and immediately Madison fixed it on the next play and uh, looked good. And then, yeah, Anthony Gold, I mean, his speed is really impressive. Um, he's, a good, he's a technical receiver. He runs routes really well. Um, I've noticed that he has good feet, and he's got speed. I think he's, he's similar to uh, Tyjon Lindsay is kind of the guy I'd give him the comparison on the team to, hmm. um, just because they've got the, kind of that smaller frame, but they're very explosive. Um can kind of cut on a dime and um, can kind of really turn up field and they have that extra speed to get over the top as well. Mitch, just to kind of wrap things up, um, what are kind of some of your expectations and looking into to next week? What are you going to be keeping an eye on as um, the Beavers enter week two? As you won't get to see them for another five days, but what are some qu- kind of questions you have going into next week that you might want to see answered? You know, what are you looking at? What are you looking forward to see? Well, one of the big things is on defense is I want to see um, them get fully healthy. Obviously, that's not something that you can just expedite. But, like, for uh, Hamaka Rashad, he's got just that brace on his elbow. So if he were able to be in full contact with the rest of the team, I think that gives the defense a little bit more realistic look um, because they've been going with those three down linemen, kind of Isaac Hodgins and Reichner at the DNs, and... I don't know how they're going to work Hammond as an outside linebacker, or if he's going to be blitzing more special packages, stuff like that. So I'm interested to see how they use him on defense. Um, and then on the other side, getting Noah Togiai once he's coming back. Because uh, Smith said it was an ankle sprain, um, something minor. And then I did see him use on crutches at one point today. So um, we'll be looking to get him back. But that'll give the offense, obviously, with their starting tight end, obviously a, a better look at them. And then, mostly, I mean, they, that's what I've been looking for. Obviously, I'll, I'll keep watching the D-line closely. Um, and then Blue Adams, I really like um, how he gets engaged with his guys. Mm. And uh, a little little bit of a scuffle with the DBs. And, and he was he kind of he, he stood back for a little bit, and then it obviously came over and talked to both the guys. But, I mean, he handled it really professionally and well, and I thought, I thought that went um, – that went well and and he's just really good coaching with those guys i think i think the dbs work well with him and i think he's able to connect um connect and he's getting a lot out of those guys 
30 seconds, Mitch. Tell me who you've been most impressed with at, at Oregon State um, so far just through two practices. Um, i got to go with Tajon Lindsey. He's been, I've been watching him run routes when the receivers are running trees. I mean, he's just, he, he's cutting on a dime. He's got quick feet. He's able to stay in bounds and turn the ball upfield. I mean, by all means, from what we've seen in 11 on 11 and him running routes, I mean, he's just going to be a dynamic receiver. I'm, I'm really excited to see him um, line up against Isaac Hodgins, or rather Isaiah Hodgins. And that is Mitch Mongi, BeaversEdge.com writer covering all things Oregon State spring practice. Pretty abbreviated episode of the podcast. Just wanted to, you know, give you guys a, a rundown of what's happening um, at the Oregon State practice fields. Uh, can, I'm sure it's a little nicer when it's um, in the indoor practice facility, Mitch. But um, so again, that'll wrap up our, this episode of the Edge podcast. Make sure to check in. Um, Saturday morning for Mitch's five things he's learned from the first week of spring ball. Check out all of his video interviews, practice reports, uh, notebooks from practice, just a lot of good stuff at beaversedge.com. Thank you so much for listening.